Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome to the program today. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Today's episode of Live Mike is coming to you live from the Marmalade branch of the Salt Lake City Library. It's a polling location just upstairs. Uh, folks are coming and going, casting their ballot in these primary races uh, here throughout the state. Uh, as Utah, for the first time in history, participates in Super Tuesday. And there two things I want to point out. First off, I fee- everything I'm doing right now goes contrary to my upbringing. Why? I'm sitting... If you can believe this, and you can see this happening on the KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Services, I'm sitting in the middle of a library. I can see the librarian right from where I'm sitting, and I'm shouting, uh, talking into the, the, the microphone here. Uh, she's like scowling I'm, at you, too. I know. She's, I feel terrible. She's this giving is, you that look. The next two and a half hours are going to be very challenging to, just <laughs> to know that, no, Lee, you're doing what you're supposed to. You're a talk show host. Keep talking. Uh, we are going to throughout today's program and throughout the the rest of the broadcast day here at KSL News Radio be paying uh, extra special attention to uh, Super Tuesday. We're going to keep you up to speed on all the information you need to cast your ballot, to exercise that constitutional right of yours uh, to participate uh, in this form of government, as well as tonight when the polls close and the results start rolling in. You can count on KSL News Radio to bring them to you. And tomorrow we'll join back here on this program. We'll sort it all out, see what it means, and see what it uh, means most specifically uh, for you and me and the the future of not only our households in this state, but the country. Uh, We're going to have a lot of conversations today with a lot of smart people. We're going to kick things off with Derek Brown, chairman of the Utah Republican Party. He joins me now here in the library. Uh, Don't worry, it's okay for you to speak out loud. I feel like I need to whisper. Not forget that. Don't worry about whispering. We got you taken care of. (laughs) Let me, uh, hold on a second. What are you doing here? Uh, you're the Republican guy. Uh, that, this one's a foregone conclusion, right? Uh, isn't today about what the Democrats are trying to decide amongst themselves? What has you in well, the middle of things? there's certainly a lot more uh, excitement, I think, from, from, from their standpoint. But I think this is a, an opportunity for Republicans to show support for a president that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. Four years ago, there was a lot of Republicans who just kind of were kind of on the fence. I mean, we even had one of our U.S. senators who publicly said, I'm not really in support of this guy and right. now that particular senator is the co-chair of trump's re-election campaign and we're seeing a completely different sort of shift and so i think what we're now starting to see is a lot of republicans looking at four years of economic growth and trade deals and supreme court justices and saying oh there is a there's a track record this is this is someone that uh, that we can get behind and you you see sort of a republican party uh, slowly kind of coalescing behind the president in a way that four years ago you would have thought 
Well, you just didn't see it four years ago. Sure. And, and correct me if I'm wrong with these numbers here, but if I remember correctly, uh, the, the first time the president uh, eclipsed 50% support here in the state of Utah was in the midst of the impeachment proceedings. I think uh, his high water mark was 53%. Uh, things have calmed down, I think, a little bit, uh, or cooled, I should say, uh, but 53% in the midst of an impeachment. How do you explain that? Well, I think people perceived it to be an unfair process. And, and you know, one of the interesting sort of uh, hallmarks or numbers is that from the moment that proceeding began until the present time, uh, the president has over one million people who are new uh, donors to his, his campaign. So ironically, I mean, people just in droves started supporting him financially when they saw that happening. And so, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics at play, but I think people generally perceived the process to be more political than than legal and uh, i think that was one of the responses sure let's talk about the nature of the republican primary today there is a difference between the way the republicans approach this and the way the democrats approach this today and that is the distinction between an open and a closed primary help me understand that that distinction well in the republican party we we have the uh, sort of the the approach that you've got to be a member of the party to make a decision in terms of who the party is going to support. And just, you know, from my standpoint, that seems to be pretty logical. Um, If you're going to make a decision in terms of who a group of people is going to support, you ought to say, well, I'm part of that group and formally affiliated. And so if you have formally affiliated with the Republican Party, then you receive a Republican Party ballot. If you formally affiliated with another party, then you'll receive a different ballot, which I think really makes sense. I mean, you're you're getting to choose what your party does and you're simply saying i'm you know formally a member of that party to do that and so that's one of the unique things about the republican party in utah and for those of you listening who have yet to cast your balance today if you plan on doing so in person uh if you are if you intend to vote uh in the republican primary to demonstrate your affiliation with the the party uh, obviously your identification and all uh and also it's important to know that you can vote in only one of the two primaries today if you vote uh, in the republican primary uh you're excluded from voting in the democrat and vice versa right uh right. and if you have your ballot sure. and haven't filled it out um, you, you can't don't put it in the mail because it has to be postmarked right. yesterday. So most people in Utah have gotten a ballot in the mail. So if you have that ballot and it's still sitting in your kitchen on your counter or something, fill it out and actually bring it to one of the location. Bring it to one of the polling locations near you. Otherwise, it won't be counted. Right. Uh, the, yeah, the, the mail-in is no longer an option to you. You can fill that out, bring it to the polling location, as you would if you're voting in person. Right. Uh, talk to me about uh, these challenges. Later on in the program, I'm going to be having a conversation with former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, uh, who has joined us in the past, and uh, he seems to be a pretty straightforward guy. He has a, a track record of accomplishment. When... When folks realize that, oh, it's not just Trump in today's uh, primary election, uh, what, what would you have them consider as they see other names on the on the ballot today? Well, I think, I mean, I, I tend to approach things from an outcome-based perspective. What are the outcomes? What have we seen the last four years? And as the Republican Party chair here in Utah, I mean, we, we look at things like unemployment, which is at a record low for every demographic. We look at, you know, trade deals that have been signed. We look at Supreme Court nominees. We look at things like... ISIS. That, I mean, when was the last time anyone had a report or a story about ISIS? Sure. I mean, there's a reason for that. And I think um, if you look at all of those things kind of in their totality, I think that's why uh, the Republican Party is, is so sort of kind of uniformly supporting President Trump. Now, to your question, are there sure. other people on the ballot? There, I think if you get a Republican ballot, there will be, I believe, there are seven I, took I think there's seven names. You take a picture. I, took a I picture think there's seven. Of them. They've crossed out a few because there's they've a couple been, that have uh, withdrawn. withdrawn. There's uh, Robert uh, Ardini. Never heard of him. See, Joe Walsh Ma- is a congressman. Right. Uh, Matt Matern is a, 
Uh, uh-huh. I think he's a, an attorney in California. And uh, anyway, this, uh, Rocky, this De Rocky De La Fuente, he pulled out. Interestingly then, enough, there's a, a guy by the same name on the Democratic And Valley. I believe that's his son. His son, right? Because Father... when I saw that, I thought, wait a minute, did we all get uh, snookered here by yeah. this guy? But no, it's they're two separate people. Yeah. Uh, listen, I have two, two more questions to ask you about 90 seconds. One's an easy question. One's a hard question. We'll start with uh, the easy one. Uh, let me give you 30 seconds. Uh, make a plea to those Republican folks uh, out there listening today. W- what would you have them do today? Well, more than anything get out and vote. I mean, that's really what this is about. And, you know, it's important to vote even when you think the outcome is sort of a, a, a fait accompli. It's, it's said and done. Still get out and do that because there will always be times when it isn't the case. And so for Republicans or anyone who's got a ballot, who's a registered voter, um, get out and vote. I mean, this is, this is I mean, the, the classic opportunity that we have that, that they don't necessarily have all over the world. And so it's an opportunity for us to exercise that right. Now, uh, Derek Brown, chairman of the Republican Party, last question I have for you, a little bit difficult. What advice would you give to Democrats right now? Get out and vote as well. <laughs> uh, you're saying which candidate I might suggest they vote for? I mean, uh, up I, to you. Answer how you'd like. Well, what advice might you give them? It's interesting to see uh, two of the candidates yesterday, one of whom actually spoke here and then right. and then literally gave up her campaign, uh, what, 90 minutes later or something yeah. like that. And so uh, same thing. I think it's important. I mean, the, the chair of the Democrat Party is actually a, a very good friend of mine. We don't agree on our politics. But we agree on things that are are good for parties and good for Utah, and one of the things we always agree on is the importance of getting people out to vote, involvement. The more people that can be involved in the process, the better. Outstanding. Uh, You you make reference to Jeff Merchant, who will be our guest next on this program, chairman of the Utah Democratic Party, as we broadcast live from the Marmalade branch of the Salt Lake City Library System. It's uh, doubling today as a polling place just upstairs. Folks are coming and going, casting uh, their ballots in these two primary races here in the state of Utah as we, for the first time, participate in Super Tuesday. Next up, a conversation with the chairman of the Democratic Party here in the state of Utah. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, and you are listening to KSL News Radio.